BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, everybody. Hey, it's me, Yabi, from BB and J, and we're doing the Brain Boggled podcast with BB and J, and featuring E again e, today. Again, again I, I am here. Brent, one of your bees. I am Bobby, one of your other bees. I am your J, Jack, and I am your E, Ethan. Our special E. Our, our special we're dropping E, e today with our Ethan. Special it e. feels quite yeah, fine. B B We're all dancing. We're all dancing up on the walls, making friends of house plants, drinking lots of water because <laughs> we're on the E. We're on the E wave. Do you guys not know what E means? What are you no. talking ecstasy, about? Ecstasy or whatever. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> see, see, you kids are too young. See, we're not forty six. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are onto Molly. Whatever the hell you're doing now. Oh, is it's that Molly? so? No, it's, now it's just Xanax. Everybody's oh, doing okay. Xanax. No, everyone's Zans. on Jewel Pods. Everyone's, oh yeah, that's right. Jewel Pods and right. Dab uh, Did I not mention we're all vaping right now? We're we are all. Yeah, we are. There it is. Oh there my is. God, Bobby. Bobby, that Bobby cloud fill was that fat. microphone. Oh my God. God. We need to be in the right mental state to have our brains boggled today. <laughs> God, so we're, dro- we're vaping those pens. We're jeweling those nice. pods. And after doing so, we're discussing something called the Fermi paradox. Fermi, which, which we thought was the Furby, Furby paradox. paradox earlier. That's a paradox I went through as a well, child, having a Furby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I never had a Furby. Yeah. Whatever the hell they would do, and you'd be like, hey, shut up, go to sleep. And they're like, I'm depressed. <laughs> and then you'd step on them and be like, ah! I'm pretty sure at my mom's house, there's still two Furbies that have just been in an everlasting slumber who have now woken in about 20 years. Their batteries are still too. charged. Me yeah, too. no, yeah, if, really. I'm sure if I tried to wake it up, it would be like, put me out of my misery. <laughs> Can we put this to the test? We're back. That computer I, I, is, we're back. Where did we drop, leave off? I don't uh, know. I was Furbies. talking about Furbies or something. We were talking about Furbies. But that, that's not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> as exciting as that would be. As, as exciting as the Furby paradox is, we're here to talk about the Furmi. Furmi paradox. paradox. Suggested by one of our listeners, yes. actually. Really? Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, suggested by Leah, a friend of mine. Hi, Leah. Listener Thank of you, Leah. Shout Thank out you. to Leah. Thank you for recommending. Leah, we talk Momia, about the Furmi paradox. Oh, God. Sorry, Leah. We don't need to bring that back. So, Jack, what is... The Fermi paradox. The Fermi paradox says that mm. based on the fact that there's billions and billions of planets with potential to, to harbor life in the universe, how billions come and billions, billions, <laughs> billions and billions, how come we don't know about life outside of Earth? That's that's the basis of the Fermi paradox okay. is, is if 
there is so much potential for life. Mm-hmm. How come we haven't found it? How come they haven't found us? How can we, there's no evidence of it so far. Right. At least tangible evidence. Yes. According to the Drake equation, which is a probabilistic argument used to estimate the number of active communicative extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way galaxy. He wrote this equation that basically was like, okay, the probability of there being other planets that can harbor life is so great that it has to be true. There has to be other planets with life. So, right. So how can we haven't found how it? How can we haven't found and it? And that's the paradox. Yeah, that's the paradox. And this is so like people, I don't know when I say people, I say people cause I don't know the names of any like specific scientists. Right. But people, what about me, <laughs> professor Bobby, I. <laughs> people, people have like hi, hi, hypothesized, like there's, there's been a few different answers to this. Like, Oh, maybe it's, uh, maybe they like, maybe humanity is one of the first like advanced civilizations and we're, we're just the first one. Maybe we're the last one. And uh, that th- they explain those with, with, with things called great filters. And so um, great, filters. great filters are kind of like existentially spooky. So basically a great, <laughs> a great filters are leaps that civilizations must take in order to advance to the next stage. Um, so, uh, like, uh, one leap is, is life itself. Another leap is, you know, um, uh, intelligent life and then like communication civilization, uh, you know, uh, harvesting energy in, mm-hmm. in a, in, in efficient, like sustainable way to now, keep would, going. Would like mass extinction events be part of it? Yeah. So, so, so like the comet, the comet that like smashed into the planet and like extincted the dinosaurs. Extincted. Canceled the dinosaurs. <laughs> that would be an example of one of the great filters. Um, I mean, obviously we like that, that like that was a step that we overcame because right. we, it, we we obviously we're here. So right in now. a sense, a great filter is sort of like a large scale natural selection. Yes. Almost. But the thing is, is it's a very broad term, so it can mean a lot of different things. Okay. Um, so it could be like like the the uh, the natural disaster uh, like uh, of the asteroid or it could be something like we like humans right now lack the phys- like lack the brain capacity to we don't use 100 percent of our brain pretty much like we like we lack we lack the brain capacity to develop a way to travel outside of our galaxy essentially right um and so the great filter is it can be things as scary as when when a tech when a like a civilization reaches a certain technology they always end up destroying themselves like nuclear weapons yeah yeah like nuclear weapons or uh climate change is another one that people talk Mm. about a lot that that will like that hard stops the great filter is the one that that so so I I sort of misspoke. Filters themselves are things that we need to get past. The great filter is the one that you can't get past. So it's like the end of a civilization almost. Yeah, and so yeah. it's a, it's a theory that it's the end of the civilization, and it it all like you civilizations reach this point and die. They are they're doomed to fail. And so yeah, pretty much. And so and so if we're behind the great filter, it means that humanity is good as dead basically and that yeah. and that everything's pointless. The the optimistic view is that we're ahead of the great filter and, and we made it past. And we're either one of the only civilizations or the only civilization to make it past the great filter and that's why there's like that's one of the explanations to the Fermi paradox. Right. Definitely. I think the simpler explanation would be that the universe is just so incredibly vast that there's no so way is so massive <laughs> that we can't we just can't like go far enough to find anything like everything we know about the universe is what we think we know 
and it's just what we're capable of like understanding. Well, that's the that's a very fair. Well, that well, that's belief. the thing is though is that the the Fermi paradox takes into account that well, the, yeah. the size of the universe, and like even though it is massive, right? Because the Earth is what four I think four billion years old, something like something that. around there, and it, two billion. <laughs> no, Actually, six no six thousand is what like I think religious people. Yeah, think no, six thousand years old. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. and dinosaurs live together. Exactly. <laughs> it's but, all there um, in the Creationist Museum. Have you not been? Oh yeah, the, we, that's got to be an episode. We got to make we'll an episode. Record about an episode that. in the Creationist Museum. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> oh. Um, but they take that into account, saying that since the Earth is four billion years old. It only would there's it's it's an estimation that once once a civilization gets to the point of of interplanetary and intergalactic travel that it would only take about two million years to to, to colonize the galaxy, um, and within our galaxy alone is is uh, is enough to for there to be at it, least someone though. It, it just seems like it's just so big. Like, how can you get from one side of the galaxy to the other? Without it taking, you can't think light about like it does take. Well, it does take light years, and that's the thing is that what if no one just wanted to just like it's just too much work. If that's one of the, no, that's one of the other explanations is that maybe there are other things that other that one of the other explanations is maybe that there are are, are better things to do than right. colonize the galaxy. Yeah, um, and so it, it's like. All of these, all of the things that we're talking about, like all the points that we're bringing up are all supporting the Fermi paradox. Right. Because the reason why it's a paradox is because right now there is no, there is no like, this is why Mm -hmm. explanation. You know, what's a really interesting movie that I think kind of ties into this like idea a little bit and could be like an explanation. You guys ever see WALL-E? I have yes. seen. Yeah, I love it's a great movie, isn't it? It is a good movie. I saw that at a drive-in theater. movie. I like that movie. What's interesting about that movie is that like it, it's one explanation of what like you know it's like oh we're going on this great voyage to explore the universe and then people just kind of because i mean you got to have generations like living and dying throughout that that journey so you know well yeah you can see the generations of the captains right yeah. the captains get bigger and bigger and it's like they get lazier and lazier and they just forget what they're doing and that's just life to them it's like this is where they live and they just don't even know they can't even fathom the idea of traveling yeah so it's interesting if you had to take a civilization and move it of course it would be different generations but like would the excitement remain throughout I, that journey I, yeah I don't, yeah because I they wouldn't they wouldn't be well, excited yeah, that, because no, they'd be like, they're still on a ship. this is our life they're still traveling through it on a i don't know ship. but like think about it as as Regardless, generations and generations go by like they're not being they're i i feel like them being told why they're on that ship and like what they're doing like you were kind of saying would just kind of fizzle out and go no, away it definitely did but i think i i, I think one of the points is not 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 that if they're if they're moving, mm-hmm. um, we would have like seen them go by. Is one of the things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but they were only. I mean, for that using that movie as an example, I think they were only out there for like four hundred years. No way. Yeah, I think it was only was it only four hundred years? It was only like a bunch of generations. Like, I mean, well, you got like know. three generations for every hundred years, or whatever, four generations for every hundred years. I don't know what the math is for that, <laughs> but like, oh, it wasn't that. That much time that they Maybe left. Maybe it was only four hundred years. But then there was I mean, also, I mean, the ending years. of the movie. Not spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Wally. I mean, if you haven't seen Wally at this point, go watch Wally. Yeah. Stop watching. Oh. Listen to this podcast. Go, go watch, watch Wally. But I was going to say, at the end, they neglect their original home planet and they turn back. So I mean, that could be something too. I mean, oh, we've left our home planet and it's dying. 
we should probably go back and fix it. That, I mean, that's just one kind yeah. of interesting yeah. way of looking at it. But I also think that another reason why we may not have seen anything is because maybe they like other life forms have, if there are other intelligent life forms, they've kind of realized that like they want nothing to do with other like people or other like intelligent life forms. They probably have developed ways to avoid detection mm. because think about like the, in the vast amount of time that the universe has existed, the amount of time that there's been for way more intelligent species than humans to develop and also figure out how to just com- remain completely anonymous. Like, wait, you mean, so they're not going to fly down to earth and, and challenge me in the world martial arts tournament. I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> and I would pay to see that, but like, but Bobby's power level was about 9,000. Why would they not challenge him? Can we go one episode without a Dragon Ball <laughs> reference? It's going to happen every episode. Can you tell he's watching Dragon Ball right now? <laughs> Whatever show um, I'm watching, I'm going to reference. In, in no, this but like, podcast. that is a good point is, is, is the thing is, is like, well, the Fermi par- paradox isn't saying that there's no aliens out there. Well, yeah, I know that it's, it's basically saying, where are they? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And Anywhere so like, in the massive universe. Yeah, and so I... Or could they be right under our own noses? I would also believe that. What? I mean, yeah, that they've already, like, I mean, just think the about the fact the that we skin. don't even know what's at the bottom of the ocean. That's true. Right? Like, so there's no way in hell that we can know what's out there. So, like, yeah. it, there's obviously... there. I believe there's 100% other life forms out in oh, the universe. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I don't think... Like, I think... Most most people will agree that it is out there. Yeah. It's like I will, like I think definitely. Like, there's no way that there's not like some weirdo bacteria, you know? Right. Out, I mean, there's out, evidence mm-hmm. to show that maybe life on Earth came from extraterrestrial. Yeah, like, like they've been finding comets and stuff that have water on them, and, right? And yeah. bacteria and just like single cell yeah, well, organisms that we evolved from. from so, have you guys ever thought about like I forget what the theory is called, but like the theory that like planets are a life form and that they like spread their their young by like getting blown up, and when they do. Life oh stays God. on the asteroid. Like asteroids, it's like, like a seed, like seed pods. Yeah, exactly. That's a. I've actually I've never, never heard, heard that. that. That's it's really very interesting. interesting. So like it, the idea is like, oh, a planet is a living thing. It's like a giant cell, and it's spreading its seeds across the universe whenever that happens. So that could be one one way that life that is, could. It's interesting, it? isn't it? Yeah, that yeah. would be interesting because that would suggest that we like it. It would be the same thing as like, do our cells know right that they they make up a larger organism because yeah. like we could be like maybe like maybe our cells are down in their own little level recording a podcast maybe, osmosis maybe, jones yeah osmosis maybe jones. humans we are the seeds for earth and us wanting to go to mars and other planets is us spreading the earth seed dude i genuinely i think i i think that maybe we're like going back to the great filter i think maybe we're the only civilization to like be at this point right now yeah like i think it, it's highly probable that maybe we're just the first like maybe we just happen to be the first ones or the last, uh, like you said, it could have, it could have happened a billion it, years ago and then died out. And then, and then we're just like here, we're just like the slow pokes. There's so many right. possibilities. It's crazy. Yeah. And like, that's it. Th- it's like, imagine like how insane would it be if we were like the oldest intelligent civilization? See, I wouldn't buy that though, because the, it, the universe has been around for so long and it's so enormous. And like, it's just, it's so like to me at least, it's so impossible that humans are the only like intelligent life forms at this well, level. We don't know like, how possible. like we don't know how long life takes to even get going. Well, exactly, and therefore, like because of how long, 
I don't know. It just like, like it seems maybe to me, it does take like I mean like if like say life started as like life started forming like whatever step one for life is right. Say it happened as soon as the Earth you know cooled down. Maybe life needs to start forming like while the Earth is cooling down or something. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm. Like we have no idea. So exactly. I I do I. But I didn't think, think about it's possible that we how, could be the first ones. How enormous again the universe is how often all these things happen, how often planets are formed and cool and all this stuff goes on. Like we only know we know so little about what there is out there that like I find it very hard to believe that we as humans are the only like ones that happen to be created at this level. Well, any speculation you do of this is going like by nature of the size of the universe is well, yeah. going to be hard to believe. So I think you just got to choose. You got to just choose whichever one you like and believe right. that. Well, yeah, I like to believe that we are <laughs> definitely not the only. We're also assuming that we have not been visited at all. Exactly. That's true. Which put on your aluminum caps, aluminum caps, right? Because there, there, it's possible that we are already inhabited. Can we get Tom DeLong on the show? Yeah, you, Tom, you out there listening? Hey, where are you? And I'm so. Hey mom, there's something. All right, so Brent, you are the the master here of uh, of you know the different periodic elements, correct? Uh, Or used to be. I don't know if I would define myself as a master. Uh, The periodic table, I believe, is what you're referring to. (laughs) I do the the periodic table. Do you have any memory of like what the most common? elements are in the universe carbon's one of them carbon hydrogen. is a big one hydrogen. Carbon is nitrogen also. hydrogen now what's interesting is I that carbon is i think carbon is just i think i think carbon is just abundant on our planet i don't right. i don't know if that's true i i will have to look it up i watch I, a lot of science channel right <laughs> we lost oh, oh there we go oh, it's back so okay so here's the thing there is this i saw this thing i think it was cosmos or something uh, with Neil deGrasse Tyson, where they talk about <laughs> universe. the the Let's elements needed to make life mm. are so abundant yeah. in the universe that it's just it's so likely that it can just happen. But what's in, what's what's like the question that I always raise in my brain is like, are we just like super lucky? Like, is it just like really rare that we yeah. made it through that first filter? Like, or is it just does it just happen all the time? Like yeah. it's so that's a because because if the great filter exists, we there's no way to know where right. it is. Um, I mean, like I, I, until it, unless it's ahead of us, because then we'll all die and we'll be like, <laughs> well, there it is. But if it's behind <laughs> us, we have no, we have we have no idea what that what that step was. That's almost impossible for every other for every for every other civilization to take. Yeah. Um. So it could yeah it could be like like a lot of people think. Um, that it could be the first the first steps of life. Go, going back to uh, the 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 aliens are among us right, right. now. Ancient yeah. aliens. I want to talk about the that. pyramids. Uh, let's talk about ancient I, aliens. I want to be that let's guy, talk about that crazy hair channel. guy. Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that crazy guy? Yeah, the aliens. Guy. The meme guy. Yeah, I, love that I, I forget his name. He, he has oh, kind of like a, a weird name, but, but he's awesome. Meme. I want to yeah, look him. it up once. I want to so get him like, on the show. Yeah, we got a lot of people we want to get on the show. We want to get. Let's get. Anyone you know, fun on the show. Let's get them on the show. Yeah. Um, I want to know, are we being inhabited by the whites or what? the grays? The grays. Oh, aliens. Yeah, we're talking straight <laughs> up Aren't aliens. Aren't there whites too? Oh, no, that's from that's from the um, you know, I mean, Game of Thrones. Hey, I mean, there's, the but I actually do believe there is some alien war- lore that suggests that different 
races of these aliens that I mean, some of them that look similar between whites and grays and one sect of them are kind of the more benevolent sort of like we're trying to spread knowledge to the universe and the other ones are more mo- malevolent and like you have more of evil intent but again this is getting like a little bit off t- into the weeds here this is maybe a separate brain boggle right. episode to what, talk about, about aliens we, we can't, this about, is the alien we can't forget about, talk about the little the, green men yes. we can't forget about the reptilians the reptilians <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. Well, again, another theory that is an explanation of the Fermi paradox is there's a there's a concept of of uh there's three types of civilizations. Okay. There's type 1, type 2, and type 3. A type 1 civilization can um a type 1 civilization can harness all the energy and resources of their planet. A uh, type two civilization can harness all the energy and resources of their solar system. Mm-hmm. A type three civilization harnesses and controls their galaxy. Um, and uh, to put it into perspective, humanity right now is about a 0. 0.75 mm-hmm. civilization. Um, so almost type one. Well, I mean, almost is relative, but right. yeah. yeah. In, in the grand scheme of things, yes, but like relative to us right now we still have a very 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 long way to go but if you think about 0.75 compared to i mean humans kind of just popped up in the blink of an eye in the the scale of oh no definitely especially with the exponential way that technology builds on itself i think maybe maybe we could get to like i don't think we could get to type one in our lifetime no probably not in our lifetime but maybe in my like grandchildren's lifetime maybe um and so uh, a type three civilization would be near godlike to us mm. um it would be the same as if they they use they the control they, the galaxy i mean pretty much they use the um analogy um uh humans humans cutting down a forest for the trees um where a squirrel is a type one civilization and we're type three uh because we we're not i mean like some people are but like the grand scheme of things, you're not thinking, oh my God, I'm cutting down this squirrel's entire right. like home. Like so a type three civilization might look at us and go, oh, look at these little cute life forms. Uh, like, look at these ants. We're going to like, but sucks. I have to step on their ant. Perhaps walk they're past. a four dimensional being. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that, so this is kind of, you know, the Fermi paradox, if this is true then you're saying our galaxy should be overrun or at least if there was a type three like civilization in our galaxy, then we should be seeing them do something and, and cause some kind of ruckus. Yeah. There should be, there should be some form of hard evidence, but it's not saying it's necessarily in our own galaxy. I mean, as of yesterday, like two days ago, we just got our first picture of the black hole, black hole. So, which is something we've known about for a very, very long time. Right. I just feel like our telescopes are just so like, not, I mean, they're amazing compared to what they used to be. It was, it was eight telescopes working together. Eight telescopes around the world. But like our technology that is, that is meant to observe space is not anything close to what we need it to be, to be able to look as far out as we need to look yeah, in order far, to find how stuff. How far away was the black hole? That was Well, the thing, too, with that particular black hole that I heard was that it's actually, like, significantly larger than your average black hole, okay. which is what even allowed us to even yeah. see that oh. one. And there was, the, and there was a, a and there's supernova behind, in front of yeah, it or something. Super, like, yeah, whatever it was. Behind it so that you could see it. Yeah, I think it was um, 55 million light years away. Because right. I remember I remember seeing, a, I remember seeing a, a Reddit thread about how, um, about how the black hole that we saw was younger than the dinosaurs or something. What? Um, well, because the dinosaurs were 65 million years ago, and if the black hole is 55 million light years away, that means we're seeing... We're, what The black hole that we're seeing 
happened 55 million years ago. Right. right. And that we... It's obviously older now. Well... We're seeing the, the, the light that once yeah, was. Yeah, because we're seeing the light that once was or wasn't because it's a black hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's another thing, too, though. I mean, if you think about it. So, like, this kind of goes, ties in with the Fermi paradox a little bit. So, you know, talk about speed of light and how you can, like, look at other planets and you're seeing the past version of the planets. We could be looking at planets that currently have or solar systems that currently have life. But what we're seeing is before they had what life. What we're seeing is before they had life. Like, for example, if, yeah, you no, were, that's a good point. if you were on a planet, like, let's say, 10 million light years away, and you were looking at Earth, you wouldn't see humans. Yeah. You'd be like, all oh, that planet's just full of a bunch of lizards. So <laughs> yeah. no, let's not a, go no, there. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that could be one reason why, like, maybe there is intelligent life everywhere, and everyone's just like... And well, it, it, there's it, no point in reaching out. Maybe it all was happening at the exact same time that humanity is happening, like you're saying, and we just can't observe it right. because we're seeing the light that is however many million years old. Yeah. To that yeah. point, this is, this is something I always thought about. It's really weird. So, like, you know, if you had a super telescope, theoretically, you could, like, see really close up on a planet really far away, right? Mm-hmm. Like an amazing telescope. Like, you could see really close up on Mars or whatever. Does that mean that, like, the light that we, like, the light of me as a two-year-old boy running around the park is out there in space somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. So if you went, if you went, um, like, if I, so if I went 18 light years away, I would, and, and, and then had a telescope that could look 18 light years, I would see my two-year-old self running around in a park. So that's just interesting to think about the fact that like our entire lives, at least outside are existing in a, in the form of light, just somewhere in space. That is pretty crazy. Isn't that weird? You mentioned that. Yeah. So Bobby, I think you made a really good point because I hadn't even really thought about that before. Yeah. But like now that you've said it to think that, yeah, there could be civilizations equal to or greater than humanity all over the place at planets. We've been looking at and saying, Oh, there's no life here just because we can't see them just because they're happening at the same time. And we're seeing this light that is millions of years old. Right. That's a very good point. And I mean, if Jack's original statement, one of the theories is right, that we're in the beginning of this, like maybe we're early on in like the life cycle or whatever of the universe, then maybe life sprouting at the same time everywhere, just based on the amount of elements that are abundant in the universe. And we just don't know because it's so early on. Yeah. That we can't, you know, see each other. That could be true. Interesting. Damn. We <laughs> solved it, boys. We, we solved it the out. Fermi Paradox. We solved the Fermi Paradox. Wow. You heard it here first, Neil. Neil. My brain is like My brain is fried. Yeah, you're, you're, your brain you're, is boggled. working your brain hard coming working up with these, these reasonable theories. Well, I am a philosopher. Philosopher. <laughs> no, <I'm> not. <laughs> Dude. Aliens are so insane. Like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. They do really boggle the brain, you know? <laughs> no, this is the most boggled my brain has been so far, I think, in this podcast. This is real big, well, big this, concepts here. Brain everything else is just, all our other topics have just been weird things. But right. this is the this one is like... This is, real this world. Is so much speculation. Mm-hmm. Because it could literally... Yeah. It could, we have no idea. Like, we have absolutely no idea. It's insane. Wait, what do you guys think the odds are? Let's say, like... On a scale from one to ten, how likely is it that there is other other alien life on this planet right now? I'd say probably a one on this planet. On this because planet. I, I, say, I say one because I think 
other intelligent uh, yeah, I'm assuming life we're forms referring to has... specifically intelligent life. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, like, yeah. like, I think, like I, alien men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like any intelligent alien life form that has the ability to travel to other planets and other like areas in the universe probably wants nothing to do with Earth. To be totally honest, because yeah, they have all they? this amazing technology and can go wherever they want, why would they stop at Earth? It's not like they're going to be like <gasps> diamonds. Look at this amazing <laughs> place that can't do anything we can do. Why don't we stop here? Like they wouldn't do that. Well. I don't know if I fully agree with that, though, because, I mean, with the Fermi paradox that we're talking about here today, just establishing that, uh, you know, how weird it is that we haven't really encountered, if the probability is so high that there is other life forms out there, the fact that we haven't encountered any, what if we're one of the first intelligent life forms that this other, I mean, if you're exploring this, you know, huge universe trying to find other life forms or whatever, you know, what an alien life form might be trying to accomplish by exploring the universe if you find other intelligent life even if it is you know you know lesser, a lower a yeah. lesser intelligence that's still pretty crazy i suppose yeah, like if you, we found like some version of like a, a intelligent life out there that was maybe say like more than neanderthal or like a you know, oh, you know at a lower yeah. but it's still we there's still signs of intelligence yeah. we would still be like holy shit yeah because what are Can we doing this? we're like because like yeah it's it's weird to assume that an alien race wouldn't be interested in other life forms on other planets when we're so obsessed right. with it. But it, mm-hmm. but it isn't. Well, maybe so because they've found so many before that they just that, don't well, care. Right. But that, well, that's I also think, assuming that's the case. Well, exactly. You know? well, yeah, that's assuming. And I, and I think, I think, I think then a thing to support uh, Brent's point is that like, we're the only ones in like around our area as far as we can tell. So like they, like right. maybe they might be interested in like, Oh, but here's an argument. Blah, blah. Here's an argument to that. Okay. Okay. We see a forest full of orangutans. Sure. Right? All the time. Are we? Orangutan. So my drive home, my way right. home. <laughs> oh, all the time. more orangutans. Lousy with orangutans. Oh, Damn so it. One again. Orangutans. Are humans going to go over to those orangutans, get down on Toonies, hello, and try to communicate with them? Well, some or are we going to observe them? Right? So like, so this is, this is something that's like Neil deGrasse Tyson has talked about that's really interesting is like the difference between a chimp and a human in like like brain capacity is like one percent just one percent from them to us and think of how vast that difference is mm-hmm. in terms of intelligence what's one percent higher from us to the next species exactly we could be the chimps to them and like you know they they're looking care. at us like, they're like Why oh would those we? are cool but like we don't need to yeah. right like they could be watching us and observing us but i agree like if you would think that they'd look at us and be like oh let's oh, cool. go at least yeah. try to interact with them and like like Make put them in a zoo or something. Put I don't know. Zoo. I think that's. I think it's slightly. Maybe we are a zoo. But we're also. We could be a zoo. Yeah, it's also assuming that you know other intelligent life forms would think the way we think, which yeah, is precisely. also a yeah. big, like a big have, assumption. We have no idea how their like emotions. I mean, or just logic look from like work. just look from like culture to culture the way we yeah exactly process yeah. things. All as human beings, the same race, the same species, like yeah. you're saying, culture to culture is extremely different. Yeah. Right. So assuming that something that like gestate from a completely alien place would have the same mindset yeah, like or thought might, process that right, we'd have. They might even a, have curiosity like at all. Right. Right. Like why we would they only, care? Yeah. We can only comprehend <laughs> well, we, what yeah. we know. Like maybe, uh, we, maybe that's one of the great filters. Maybe, 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 a, maybe the great filter is the development of curiosity. Like maybe yeah. that human beings are just the only 
like intelligent species that cares what's out there. Maybe everyone else is just content. But I feel like it, to intelligence with intelligence comes curiosity to us, though. But from you, our understanding, you, you you lack the perspective to mm. look outside that. That's true because we 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 have no idea what it's like to like to not want to know more. I mean, like there are some people who are like, oh, I don't want to hear about it. I, yeah, but like, but like it, that, down, that's different. That's different. Like <laughs> like the pure primal pursuit of knowledge is like a deeply human trait. But isn't that what makes us intelligent to like without to that, us. would you develop tools would you like well that's unless what we it was think. just programmed into them well that's what we think have. because that's the only perspective we know as right. humans we can't yeah. understand that some other form of life may not feel the same way or like think the same way right. yeah when I, like you or maybe you, they're not empathetic, like say you know? say somehow we go to another planet and we like they have like they have the technology to for intergalactic travel and we're like you guys have like why are you guys using this to just like power your farm vehicles? Why haven't you gone to that that moon and that planet? And they would respond with, "Well, why? Like we ha- like why would we? Like, like they don't care about like, discovery. Yeah, whatever. like we had like we we have everything but then we the need. Power to that is why would they have discovered that technology in the first place if they don't care about discovery? Um, I would I would say I, to like unless it's for just yeah, personal like, benefit. Yeah, to like help to I would say probably to just help um like them like as to go back with the same thing to help them farm easier yeah right know, or to help and, them. and then there's also i mean that i mean that's the, one of the fun things with this topic is how opened it is yeah, to possibility because i would say that's also assuming that they haven't already interacted with some other even more intelligent beings than them that maybe in their process has moved them further along yeah right? exactly. discovery yeah. maybe they weren't even that interested in it or like at a point in their you know uh timeline where they would have you know discovered this technology until like something else like yeah. interstellar or, yeah right. you know, there's just the possibilities are endless you know yeah they might have gone it's out and already interacted and be like well there's nothing like we don't benefit from this like uh, it's not helping yeah. us or anything and like right. just go back I don't know. It's is so much to contemplate. Well, because Interstellar, it's like Interstellar. They it, they th- well, they think watch they, Interstellar. They th- it's a great it's movie. The, they think it's. The, I still um, haven't seen it yet. You haven't I've, seen I've Interstellar. Seen, I've seen parts of it. Brent, it's, I know. When this, you get home tonight, this comes up so much. It. It's like two hours. Just skip the Matt Damon part. Don't worry about that. When does that happen? I hate that part. So unnecessary. I understand broad strokes of what Interstellar is about, and like the main like the final like like explanation at the ending. Sort of with the bookshelf thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah. really more I've, of a I've metaphor like of the it, fourth dimension. Yeah. It's not a metaphor. It's supposed to be literal. Yeah, no, you're right. It is. <laughs> but like, but like, I, I think we should talk about the fourth dimension because it's very oh interesting. Boy. What do you even? What do you mean by the okay. fourth dimension? Have what you ever that seen? Time, have you ever what seen? Gravity is the constant. No, not, no. Have you ever seen like the Carl Sagan uh, explanation of the fourth dimension? No. That could be a whole episode in itself because it's really interesting. Maybe we save it for its own episode. Let's talk about it now. We're talking about it now. Okay. So, so <laughs> basically – Broad strokes. Give so us broad strokes. Carl Sagan does this really cool thing um, where he talks about like the, the, like if you, if you, you can't con- perceive what the fourth dimension is in the third dimension because we're third dimensional beings. Yeah. But if you can kind of see the way it would work if you look down at lower dimensions. So if you look at this world that Carl Sagan like – kind of contemplated called Flatland. I was going to say Flatland. Like this, like the movie? Yeah, sort of. So basically, I don't know if I've ever seen the movie. There's a movie called Flatland and it's really cool. So it, maybe it's the same concept, but basically like it's the idea that like there are these one dimensional beings on the two dimensional world that is Flatland. And all they see are lines and their friends and family are just lines. Because mm-hmm. from their perspective, that's all they see. Now their friends could be a circle or a square 
but they wouldn't be able to tell because they just see like at base value to them what that is. Now, a three-dimensional creature looking down at the two dimensions can see inside all their friends. He's like, I can see inside the circle. I can see inside their house. And so Carl Sagan proposes that like this three-dimensional creature comes down into Flatland and the Flatlander sees it as this weird changing shape because it's going through and it's like each slice of the three-dimensional creature, like say it's an apple Mm -hmm. Comes down the movie, the Flatland, the movie the is, is, is is hundred percent based yeah, off. Yeah, of it's this. really interesting. So it's saying that like there could be people in our existence with us right here that we just can't see. Although Flatland, the movie, um, it, they can tell what shapes they what shapes their friends are yeah. and stuff because the more corners you have, the more. Um, the more like the flatland you like also uses it as a way to talk about like like social status and stuff yeah. because the <laughs> more the more the more the more points you have in your shape the um higher status you have interesting so like a triangle is like the lowest and then squares and then all the way up to like like a circle is the ultimate four well that's like at the end at the end a, a circle is born and it's like oh my god because like it, they're, they're ruled by like hexagons yeah they're mm-hmm. like the octagon is like the main guy and then he has like a council of hexagons or something mm-hmm. that's and, and like pentagons bully squares and it's really so, weird. So, so the interesting thing movie, about though. this movie is you should, we should all watch this movie and, and you should definitely see the Carl Sagan video. But basically, like he's saying that, um, like just like a cube, you can draw a cube on a piece of paper. It's not three dimensional, but you're basically looking at the shadow of a cube. Like if you had a glass cube and held it over a light and it showed on the piece of paper, you'd see the shadow of that. Mm-hmm. So two dimensional creatures could see a shadow of a cube, um, but only we can perceive what a cube is. And so the same is to be said for the dimension above us is that there's a fourth dimension where we can't perceive it, but we can see the shadow of a fourth dimension. That's what a tesseract is. It's it's basically a cube at at like right angles. Um, You're talking about the, the, the fourth spatial dimension, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm not saying like the fourth dimension is time or anything. Like I'm not, I'm not proposing that, but, this is like what a tesseract. If you can't see it right now, we'll leave a link in the description. It's just a picture of like a cube. <laughs> or just Google it. Or just Google, Google it. Just Google tesseract. Just Google it. And don't don't it. look for the one that's like the Avengers tesseract. That's not what you want. Yeah, we yeah. Don't, you want to look like the, the, the geometrical. So what you're saying is, is this it, is a shadow. That this is a shadow. This is a three because like uh, a two a two D shape casts a one D shadow. Yeah. Right. A three D shape casts a two D shadow. Yes. So four D shape casts a three D shadow. Exactly. And this is the three D shadow of what that four D shape is, which we can't perceive. So we can only see the shadow of that shape. But like theoretically, a fourth dimensional creature could see through us and see everything that we can't see. They could see inside us. They could see. Through the walls, but but it we can't perceive that. See my well, yeah. I was about to say my only question then is like, where else do you go? <laughs> like, where yeah, else right. is there to? That's move? the question. But it's like we can't assume that this is all there is. I mean, if you think because about it's it, all we know, right? Like, if you think about it, we're, the way we're like seeing everything is through our eyes and our senses. But in reality, like, what is the true sight? Like, 
dogs see you, things. You starting to sound like Gene Ray. <laughs> <laughs> dogs see things like in weird, like neon-y, like kind of like grayish colors, right? Mm-hmm. So they see the world as that. We see it the way that we see it with like full color. And lobster fish can lobster lobster shrimp. Lo, um, uh, I know what shrimp, you're talking rainbow about. Rainbow shrimp. No. <laughs> What is it? Rainbow shrimp? Shotgun shrimp? Pistol shrimp. Pistol shrimp. Yeah. Pistol shrimp can see. Um, we have uh, cone, rods, right? Rods are light. Like rods are light intensity and cones are color. And we have three cones and pistol shrimp have four cones. Interesting. They so, can see what? Millions more colors than Yeah, we they can. can see like millions wow. of more colors. Which we than can't we can. even, like, you can't, can't even comprehend. Yeah. All we know. Like, think about, think about a new color. Think about yeah. a color you haven't seen. I know. You can't yeah. do it because you only know the colors you and can see. And it's the same thing as like, so it's weird. like, yeah, it's the same thing about thinking about going somewhere where you can't go. Or what if you saw an x ray? Like, you wouldn't know that the world is this. You would think of it as something else. Or if we saw gases, like, if we saw air. Like we can't see air, but if we could, it would change everything. Like, well, I don't know. I, I mean, you can see other. You can see like iodine gas. Yeah, you can see. Su- but are you seeing? Like, are you just seeing the way it interacts with our atmosphere? Yeah. What does that even mean? What's like, the difference? Like, what if you could see without seeing? You, you shut up, you guys. What are, what are you guys even <laughs> saying right now? What do you it's, mean if it's the only? What do you mean if it's the way? It interacts open your with our open your third eye, Jack. I got major I Cyclops everything. mentality right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're Cyclops. <laughs> you're unicorn. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, seriously, though, like, it, like, what about like animals that use like echolocation and like things like that? It's like they can sense they things different ways. They see the world seeing, differently yeah. than we do. So, like, there are other ways to see the world. Bobby, you, you boggled my brain big time with the the whole tesseract thing and talking about how the the three D object casts uh, a two D shadow, but then the four D one casts a three D shadow. Like, yeah. you can't picture you a three D shadow. Well, we, I mean, we, we have to no, watch the Carl video after, after this episode's shadow. over. I want to show you guys because we because that's how we can't because we can imagine three D shapes, so we can totally imagine a three. 3D shadow. I'm just imagining a box that's black, like that is void of light. <laughs> but, that's but you not, wouldn't be able to see any of the shadows. The idea of what a shadow is would change, because like the the shadow would just be a shape. It wouldn't be like a a black thing. Like would it box. not be? Well, it would be the shape. Well, no, would be the shadow. No, theory, well, yeah, the shape would be the shadow, but it still be it would still be like like what we how we see our 2D shadows now. It would still be the app because right. because the 4D shape would be blocking the light from whatever direction that we can't. True, comprehend. but light isn't like light might not mean the same thing in the fourth dimension. What are you saying? It's one of those things. It's like it's all conceptual. I mean, you have to kind of like imagine it. You can't really. I mean, there is no there is nothing without light because light bounces off the object and goes into our eyes. Well, that's what we. But understand. if you don't have eyes, what is the universe? Okay, well, I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I guess if we did, yeah, if you're blind, yeah, if you're blind, then the light means nothing, and therefore, there. If you're blind, you can you can go faster than the speed of light because you can't comprehend light. So therefore, its rules don't apply. That's interesting. <laughs> that's another. That's a paradox right there. You ever heard that? If you ever heard the theory that if if a, if we ever develop a spaceship that can move at the speed of light. With the headlights, and someone runs from the back to the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If so, so if if it's possible to move at the speed of light, then it's possible to move faster than the speed of light because you because you're in a spaceship moving at the speed of light, and then you walk forward. Right, you're going faster than the speed of light. Like walk from the front to the back of the spaceship. I can't remember. There's the explanation for that why it isn't you going faster than the speed of light, even though it seems like it is. And I can't remember Einstein's what it was. theory of relativity, baby. Well, because oh my, it may be, it may be that you speed, it might be that you slow down, like you, that you, your it perception. It won't let you, like your laws perce- of physics don't yeah, let yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that your, per- it might be, I think it might be your perception slows down so that 
you actually don't end up doing something. I can't remember. I don't it's remember a Stephen, it's a it's Stephen the same Wright reason joke where that, it's like, if you're in a car going at the speed of right, light, and you, you couldn't turn, turn the headlights on. on and they wouldn't go faster than the speed of light. Like that's, it's just interesting. Like, because you can't go faster than the speed of light, at least as far as we know. Yeah, exactly. And what even is speed? It's just, it's just, just it's a movie. Time. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> they had to keep the bus going real fast. Well, I but, think, I think a good analogy would be how, because we can, we can very easily go faster than the speed of sound. Yeah. So I think we, that's, yeah, a, we have things that do it right now. Yeah. Like, like it would explode. Just like that, Jack. You <laughs> missed it. If only you guys could see what Jack, Jack just did in his audio format. You don't need your sound. eyes, Brent. Open up your ears. <laughs> I just was stupid. It's just like this karate chop. the air. And it's like I was, that was me moving I, faster than the speed of sound. I think we should take a quick break. So fast. And I want to show you guys this video and then, and then we'll come back. All right, we'll, we'll come be, back. We'll come we back. return. Video. My Have brain, your brains been boggled? My brain has definitely been boggled yes, by that video. Yes, we're back. Thank you for, if, for if you hadn't noticed already, indulged we are Bobby back. for you with uh, like Carl Sagan, and and, yes. and I'm I'm quite happy that we indulged Bobby's video yeah, because really uh, it is very Carl Sagan's a very interesting man. Yeah. yeah, he has a lot of really cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, the 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 whole the whole th- so 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 you're suggesting maybe that maybe these. The, these other people exist in this fourth dimension? Maybe. Maybe Very that possible. explains the Fermi paradox then? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We Maybe we're explanation. Flatlanders to them. And and Flatlanders. there's also, you know, uh, the end of Interstellar. If I mean, We've already spoiled it at this point. I, I literally know, like, all the main okay. plot beats of it at this point. Uh, basically, years like, hearing about it. He, the main character, the protagonist, kind of travels into a third mm, dimensional... Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey travels into a third, oh, a three-dimensional man. representation of like the fourth dimension. Yeah, it's it's basically that future humans have discovered the fourth dimension, and the way that Interstellar takes it is that the fourth dimension is time, but it is a spatial dimension. Yeah, hmm. so you're able to. The the way that they explain it in the movie is you're able to walk up a mountain to 2025. And you're able to walk down in a valley to 2005. Right. Right. Um, so, so like our entire lives are, are like a giant like snake of like us from mm-hmm. a baby. And then like each moment in time is a different part of that snake. Mm-hmm. And then our death is you the end of that. travel to different parts of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually a very it. like a uh, Slaughterhouse Five sort of concept yeah. too. Um, they, the, the Kurt Vonnegut novel kind of has a similar idea where these like this race of aliens called, uh, I think they're like the Trog. Trophodorians or something like that. I don't remember exactly what they're called, but <laughs> like this man, like he comes in contact with them. They explain to him, like, oh yeah, time all exists at the same time, and you can visit different parts of it. So yeah. like, so your so your birth and death is really isn't that important. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter because like you know it all exists at once. So like who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So that so so like, interesting. And then it go it goes back and 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 Matthew McConaughey is 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 like pushing the books out because he's able to travel between when he goes and when he doesn't. And eventually, like. When he leaves, he comes out of this dimension like super far into the future, and his his daughter's all old now. Um, Interstellar is a big old big old brain boggle movie. That yeah, is, mm. I highly recommend it. It's yeah, a I really fun it. movie. It's great. I'll get around to it at some point, guys. It's not as fun <laughs> when you know the spoilers. <laughs> well, I mean, still I still, is, I still, I still just find it. No, I'm gonna forget them after I. Leave. You ever seen you the know? study that shows that like people who people who had a book spoiled to them before they read it enjoyed the book? on average more than people who didn't 
have it spoiled to really because they kind of right. like you know, know like coming. for example like there have been times where like i saw like you know a, a movie that i really liked and I went back and read the book afterwards and i having some knowledge from the movie did not spoil the book for me at all i almost enjoyed it more it was what was more enriching to be like oh that's kind of interesting to see where they deviated or whatever yeah. and so having someone i yeah i would say spoilers generally don't bother me i mean sure there's you know something to like having a novel experience and being surprised but uh, yeah, to me it's more I about think, whether or not the, the the piece of media or whatever that you're reading or watching is executed well yeah that matters if, if 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 your story is spoiled and then people are like oh man then you're just like i then can't I be entertained th- by this unless I, I think it's a bad story if it relies on like some twist spoiler thing yeah but one of the thing one of the one of the arguments like um because apparently I have to mention my mom in every podcast, but <laughs> but, but my my, <laughs> um, my mom hates getting things spoiled, mm. um, and I think it's be I think part of the, like the like I all like I personally kind of dis I don't hate it nearly as much as my mother, mm-hmm. but I really don't like things getting spoiled, and I think part of that is because um, it's not like your story is resting on the laurels of some twist. I think part of that is like being able to experience the story as it unfolds. Right. No, I definitely get that. And I, I would say I am similar, but like it doesn't, if something gets spoiled for me, that's I'm not going to be like, well, screw it. I'm not going to go watch it now. If it's something I wanted to see or want to read. Yeah. Well, you now know? in this fourth dimensional time concept, yeah, I'm not exactly sure back. how you, we got there. Well, well, oh, wait, it's because you can go back right. and unspoil it. You could go back and unspoil. You could go back. You the question though is, if you go back, do you lose all the knowledge you have no. from? <laughs> is time? Do you guys believe in time travel? Uh, in the like, the, uh, the, yeah. Uh, what do you mean? The popularized, like, like we can go back in time. No. I um, do not. Hmm. I'd have to agree. Not unless the fourth dimension is time as a spatial dimension. Right. Indeed. But because there's this whole theory that it's like, well, um, if you actually traveled a year ago, you'd be floating out in space or be in the middle of the planet. Um, so like I said oh, that you know, I said true. that in a stupid voice, but like it's like if you traveled back in time to next week in the position. So it would not only would it have to be time travel, it also have to be instantaneous teleportation to right. move you to the, to move you to earth. And like the technology to do that would be insane. Um, because like, since earth is moving, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So if right. we traveled, if, so if we like floated and stood in the same exact position and traveled to last week, we would either be in the middle of space or be in the middle of like, be like, even if you traveled a minute in the past, I mean, you'd probably be in like, You'd be already You'd be in probably the in deep space because of the speed that, at which Earth yeah, moves. It's like nine bazillion bazillion. It's so fast. I think I think I read a book. Nine bazillion bazillion bazillion. Yeah, oh, yeah. That tracks. Those are good figures. Those are yeah. scientific numbers. But I this kind of like, this kind of goes towards uh, <laughs> we know I think, numbers. I think a, a final point. We we saw this new video. I think we might have mentioned it in the last episode about the end of the universe. In like oh trillions and trillions time and trillions of time lapse, time lapse yeah. of the future, time lapse of the future, time lapse of the future. I don't have we mentioned it on the podcast. I don't know, but but I, I think we're gonna do a podcast. But I was thinking about that video and like if you think about it with this kind of like time as a spatial dimension in mind, is there such thing as time? What like we're moving through it clearly. If time is real, we're moving through it. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing about one of the points of Interstellar is that is that time is not the constant gravity is the constant. Mm. Um, and that's why time, like that's why time ends up being the fourth spatial dimension. Mm. 
um, because time, or I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that, but, but are we? Ex- Our brains are slowly turning off because they've been so damn right. boggled. But are we <laughs> like <laughs> as we're as we're walking too. as we're walking through time mm. as we're experiencing yeah. time, right? Like, why why are we experiencing it? Why is it moving? If it's just one long thing, like what is? the speed at which it's happening like is that because just t- because time isn't a spatial it's dimension. relative to our experience yeah because it's, it's relative yeah like you are you do you are moving through time as you like even if you are just like sitting around um it, it is weird it is so weird to think about that like how 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 exactly does time work and what how like and we also can't think of time in any other way than we currently we, do. Yeah, I, we know. When I was younger, I used to think about this a lot. It kind of freaked me out. But, like, I personally, like, deep down, I feel like time doesn't even exist. Like, we're just moving through space. Like, it, it could be that time isn't even just a thing. Well, it's just a concept that we well, created. Yeah, time, you know? is a, time is a human-created concept. But things that are not humanly created is that, for lack of a better term, as time goes on like time is like time basically isn't things like like some some otherworldly clock yeah. ticking down time is just our measurement of how much things change over the course of how long it takes for light to reach our eyes from right. when those things last change or it's like it's like relative to the speed at which a mo- uh, an object is going from point A to point B. See, but you, but speed is also speed relying is on time. So that, yeah. like, it's it's all about time. Is time is an understanding of things changing over, how, like when we when we look at them, basically. Yeah. Because like the only indications we have of time are, are things changing. Because yeah. if nothing changed, time would not seem to exist. The same thing as as in as in that like if you had only two objects in the universe and one was moving away from the other, which one was moving? You couldn't tell. Because there's only two points of reference. Oh yeah, and yeah. and and one of them's going this way. You could s- stare at this one and see that this one's moving. Or if stare you're at on this the one, one that's moving, yeah. It, the it's, other one looks like it's, I feel like it's just our little puny human minds can't exactly. wrap our heads around we, the well, universe. It's all perception. Like it's all perspective. relative. Yeah. And like going back to the other alien life form topic that we brought up at the beginning, they oh, have, yeah, they that? may have an entirely <laughs> different concept of everything we think about. Maybe time if they is slower even consider, or it's longer. If they faster. even consider the same things that we think about, like, you know, they could just have a totally different perspective on everything right. regarding time, regarding, you know, all that stuff. You ever wonder if, like, an ant or, like, a fly, to it, like, its experience sees life as, as being, like, really slow? Just I think I read that. Isn't it I because think, they have different lifespans? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere that, that the smaller animals perceive time as slower. Right, because like if you were a, a, a rock gnome who lived to the age of five hundred, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh, I'm an old gnome," and you saw a human, and the human was like, "I'm eighty, I'm old," and be like, "Oh, that poor human doesn't even know that it, like, time is going so slow for it when it's really only a mere eighty years." Yeah, like that's it, it, you, you, you. Get, I mean, humans can experience that too because when you're, you know, when you're five years old, yeah, right, a year is a fifth of your right. life and if then, you're 80 years old a year is an 80th of your life like, yeah so relatively it seems way like shorter. high school for me high school felt like it took forever yeah mm-hmm. like high school felt like forever and then like my my freshman year of college went by like in an right. instant and all of a sudden before you know it it's been four years since high school and you could have just done high school twice and it's like whoa yeah what 
And then all of a sudden it's your fifth year reunion and you're like, Oh my God, you know, like, yeah. or your 10 year reunion. <laughs> hey. Some of us are, oh, shout out to more shout out to old man yeah. or beyond your 10 year reunion now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> really? getting, yeah. I think, I think well, it would be 12 years since wow. I graduated wow. now. Sorry, friends. I'm no, catching 14, up. 14. 14. 14. Oh. Wow. Oh. Yo, you messed out there. how old my Brent is. like 30th or something. Oh, yeah, my dad is like 87 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Brent's right. a young and he just pretends Brent's, to be old. Yeah, he's not that. I'm just old at heart. He's old at heart. <laughs> I'm he's, he's always like, if I had heart. a nickel for every time Brent told me that something was before my time, I'd have maybe five or six. <laughs> which isn't that many, but yeah. it's more than one. It's more than one. More than one. Well, more than two. I'm not going to lie. My brain has been so boggled. Yeah, I guess it's so boggled now. I'm getting real boggled, frizzled, and fried. Well, we hope your brain has been boggled. If you have have any questions if you're still or, listening at this point if you're still listening <laughs> yeah. if, if you, you haven't just melted at this <laughs> mind freaking you just got interested well if you guys you mean about. like we actually got this episode for, suggested from a viewer from a yeah. viewer yeah. this was good so if, if you're actually, Leah, a listener and if anyone listening also has any other interesting topics that they think are interesting to themselves and would also find interesting to hear us maniacs talk about for mm. an hour mm. you know let us know Email us at brainboggledpodcast at gmail.com. That's the one. That's a dot on C-O-M. The, yeah, it's Brain on the internet. Boggled podcast. It's a series of tubes. We will respond. We Hopefully. W- maybe. Right. We might respond. We'll definitely read it. 85. <laughs> we, we will definitely read will it. Opened. As long as... Uh, as long it boggles as, It's funny means. now that you mention because I do remember reading Leah's email and being confused at first. I'm like, is this just like a... Because it had a meme in it. Because it did have it a meme Jake in Joe it. Home it meme in it. So I was like, is this a real thing? Well, it was a real thing and we got a great episode out of it. So thanks, Leah. Give us free content, Thanks for the memes. If you want to just send us memes, I'll take memes. We're a bunch of memers here. We're on the meme economy. economy. Also, if you own a company and you'd like to to sponsor the show, mm. please contact us through yeah. the same we'll, email. We'll give you a little little oh, shout oh, out oh, here. Oh, we'll oh, put you in at our break. We'll sell your merch. We'll sell your merch. We'll, we'll pedal your wares. Promo. Again, as we said Jack last week, sells out. Really, I'll great. sell out so easy. Give me that money, baby. We can <laughs> be bought. Hulu has Jack. live sports. Jack will tattoo <laughs> your live company's sports. logo on his forehead and walk around to promote you. Mm. Uh, t- uh, t- uh, 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 there's some fine print. There's a little bit of an asterisk next there. <laughs> I mean, if it's some sick, if it's like a T-shirt that also like has cup holders, I will tattoo that on my forehead. Mm. If it's like, <laughs> if it's the, like, if it's like logo, if it's like, oh, um, we have uh this cool new pencil. It's like get mm. that out of here. I want the cool T-shirt. Well, wait, say I want to hear this pencil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what is this pencil? What's the deal um, with this pencil? We'll, we'll take any sponsorships. Uh, have you ever needed to write? This is like how podcast read things it's like <laughs> have you ever needed to write anything i'm sure we, we totally do <laughs> i refuse to write what and is on, writing and on that note <laughs> i think Thank it's time to wrap to it up, wrap it up. Yeah, finish our, writing this our brains podcast. are boggles your brains are boggled we've been brain boggled i have a headache we are bbj and e thank you so much for watching bbb goodbye goodbye peace
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.